You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And you guys, I I had to pause Cordelio as we were just getting ready for this interview and said, oh my gosh, I have to hit record on what she's talking about. So, you know, I want to introduce Cordelia simply as Cordelia. She is nothing and she is everything. (laughs) So who she is to me in my life is one of my accomplishment coaching colleagues. Um, We came up in the world together of coaching and being trained with different tools and insights. And my memories of Cordelia in our program is just her growth as a woman, as a goddess. Like I swear her pink and golden white aura grew around her with each month that I knew. God woman, like you just started floating into the room by the end of it. (laughs) So Cordelia, Um, I just want to thank you for being here. Who she is in the world, she really leads her cohort in activating their consciousness and shifting perspective and finding fulfillment. She really activates growth and creative expansion in the world. She is the divine feminine on so many levels. So without further ado, I'd love to just thank you for being here. I felt that all in my spirit. That introduction was like, in itself, it was like, mic drop. It's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful acknowledgement. I couldn't be more gracious of um, like your insight or the way you see me. Um, mm-hmm. That's moving, really. Thank you. And just to welcome everybody to the intimacy of this call, we are both sitting in our Jeeps in different states having this conversation. So if you're part of the Jeep fam, please be sure to uh, give us a little shout out there. But Cordelia, um, give us a little bit about you. How, what would you love the listeners to know about you? Um... I don't know if I necessarily want the listeners to know about me, but, you know, I like yeah. to talk about bigger things that are going on in the world that, you know, are extremely important for us to become aware of, uh, and just to become aware of ourselves first and foremost, <laughs> you know? That's yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the exact reason I wanted to have you on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, because, like, you just even, you speak at a different level. And it's really fun and engaging to listen to. And so what is on the forefront for you right now? Like, what do you really care about? You said, let's talk about some bigger things. Oh, what do you <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be some tears today. <laughs> uh-huh. 
uh, no, I, I feel that, um, <laughs> man, everything. I mean, is, is the question solidly, what do I care about? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, everything. I think everything matters. I think, you know, every detail matters. It really does. I, it's, everything is vibrational mm -hmm. and we, we really, we always say, oh, that doesn't matter. Like, but it really does. And you have to think about how things affect you, whether you can see it or you can't, you know, everything is, is, is constantly swarming around us. That's energy. Everything is energy. And so yeah. we have to be conscious of what, what type of energy it is that we are pumping out there into, you know, the mother heart. Yeah. <laughs> you seem pretty tapped into energy and you mentioned it, it kind of started for you at the age of seven when you had your first reading, your first chart reading. Can you share that story with us a little bit about how you got into being able to understand energy and vibration? I have to say my mother and I have to say that, um, that I truly believe that we, we start, we are, I think it's around like the sixth month of gestation that, you that there, it said that your soul is born in, into the to the, uh, the baby or the fetus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, i truly believe that once that soul enters into you know that fetus that that your experience truly starts to formulate yeah and and you're taking on the energy of your mother and and that lineage of, of whatever that was all the greatness but also all the pain um and so these are, these are the types of things that, I'm sorry, I started digressing. <laughs> going no, to you go, you just go. Cause <laughs> these, well, real quick, cause this is stuff that people haven't heard or they maybe haven't been exposed to yet. And so you're, people get it. They're going to understand you when they hear you. So just keep rapping girl. Keep going. <laughs> I, I truly believe that I express things to, to the best of my ability. And I, and I hope that it reaches them on, on like a heartfelt level. Yeah. She do. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to say it's, it, that's, that's where it starts. And then, um, and so I, I drew from that one experience when I was seven, um, because that's sort of like understanding your purpose almost. What does your chart tell you? And I, I don't know, a lot of people, again, haven't really dipped into astrological readings. Yet, I think, you know, it's, it's worth taking a look for everybody because a lot of us um, lack direction, whether we would like to admit that or not. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very real epidemic. Mm -hmm. And so it's time to explore yourself. Um, get out there and dance. Like that's, you know, one of my favorite things, just dance. And because um, life is, you know, it is a dance. Um, you have to step to the beat, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. And so share what you, some of what you know about astrology and what's available to people in opening their minds and hearts to it. Oh, um, it's how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to the universe. It's how we relate to everything. Um, there's, there's something about finding the alignment within yourself in which to see like how you should be balancing that. If that makes sense. Um, what you should be focusing on, what your strengths are, you know, and, and using your weaknesses as, you know, as tools to get stronger. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah. I, I have, I think I wrote this in the questionnaire, but um, I'm not sure it might've gotten erased. <laughs> I had to redo <laughs> one, but, but I, I look at blockages and I, and I take the two, I take the word and I pick it apart like blockage and I take the blocks and I use those as my building blocks to create, you know, my structure or whatever it is mm -hmm. that, you know, my aim is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I love yeah. that. <laughs> well, set, I often will say it kind of like those breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. It's a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like you can take that and build something of it or pull out the silver lining or the gem that there is to be learned so that, you know, I, it's been coming up pretty strong lately is the universe will teach you the lesson until you learn it. Absolutely. I, absolutely. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say about that. Yes. Well, Always. yeah. You know, I was just exploring the, that thought for myself and I was having a conversation with one of my Reiki masters and like spiritual guides and we, he was talking or I was like sharing with him my frustration. I'm like, you know, they tell us it said so much that the, um, our mission here on earth, like when we incarnate is to learn unconditional love. And that's when you truly kind of like, don't need to cycle back. Right. Well, right. I was frustrated. I was saying, I understand unconditional love or like I have the gratitude or joy. And I, I was like, I feel like my lesson is always about patience. I think that's my soul's journey. This time. I feel that. I feel that for like you too. Damn. Yeah. So I woke up this week a bit to, um, I, my practice is patience and that's really what it is. What do you think about that? Like, do you, if you look for yourself, like, what would you say is your soul's journey? Wow. Snap. <laughs> patience. Wow. Okay. I so relate with that. Um, yeah. I, patience is, oh man, what a concept, like. You mean I have to wait? But people, <laughs> people mistake people mistake patience with waiting. They're yeah. not interchangeable. They're not, you know, they're it, it, no. Yes, <laughs> patience, I get you. That you are in charge and you are the captain of this ship. So you have to be patient with yourself to get to your destination. And that's all that is. If you're yeah. waiting, that means you're stopping and you're, and you're, you're at a halt, you know, yeah. uh. <laughs> uh, used to be waiting for shit. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if there's kids listening. <laughs> oh no, you're good. But, okay. So yeah, that's how I see it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's a, that's an incredible distinction for any of the listeners to walk away with is the difference between, you know, patience and waiting, right? Cause there's a difference there between like, cause the waiting is often like avoiding, avoiding action, avoiding the courage and you know, that expansion and exploration. And, you know, in your journey of knowing that difference and practicing patience and everything, what sort of things have you had to give up in order to have the life you have? Oh, oh girl, read what I wrote. <laughs> read what <Yeah>. I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for you to tell the listeners. All right, all right, all right. The need to be right. Yes. Say it one more time for the people in the back. The 
the people in the back, the need to be right, I had to give that up and so do every single one of you. <laughs> we all have to share that because until we share that, we're never going to understand one another. We're never going to connect with one another. We have to stop being right about it. Mm, right about what? Tell us about that journey because I don't think we all get it all the time, like what it means by being right. Right is totally ego driven. Mm. When yeah. you find yourself in situations where you know in your past you would have judged, you find yourself now at a point in your life where you're neutral about a situation, and that means you're practicing compassion. And that means you reached a level of awareness that is starting to actually heal the world. Oh, you. keep going. It starts with you. It's that simple. I mean, I wish I could create a million, bajillion different things because I have a solution for literally every problem I've ever heard of. Yeah. But is it physically possible for me to do that? No. And I've heard guests on your podcast. We talk about the same thing. We all have that in common. No, mm-hmm. but if I'm helping somebody else and they're helping two other people and those two people are helping, you know, a hundred people, you know, it, yeah. it keeps on growing and you have to realize that that's what life is. It's growth. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, girl, preach. Just, <laughs> oh, so beautiful. And it, it was, it was so multidimensional that answer. So thank you for that. Uh, just thank you for sharing. And, you know, I love asking this question. I think it ties right in is what do you see is possible and available if everyone were to live their heart unleashed? Like a big fucking party, man. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Like, can you imagine just everybody just happy? Why? is you know i mean i don't i haven't looked at the statistics lately for depression but damn we are headed towards a complete dystopian future and people are so happy with their distractions their distractions mm-hmm. from themselves like mm-hmm. one of my taglines or or who i identify as is a soul crusader like i'm riding through your soul <laughs> to the mm-hmm. end like there's nothing like feeling fully expressed there's nothing like living in joy and happiness um and there's nothing like it yeah. So why, why would you be here if you didn't want to experience that? I mm. mean, <laughs> gosh, yes. And I, I totally want to acknowledge you because you did say that about yourself, like that you will ride or die to the depths of the depths for your people. <laughs> yes. And so tell us, like, what sort of work do you do? Is there coaching involved in energetics and like spirituality, astrology? How do you marry what you do? What's your flavor? Wow. What's my flavor? My flavor is, uh, I have a lot of flavor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) I have a whole lot of flavor. That's all I can say. And uh, (laughs) so I'm a lot of fun to get with, like, um, and, and just have a jam session. I'm a lot of fun to have a conversation with. Like, that is so fulfilling to be able to have a conversation with somebody and open up something in myself and somebody else that wasn't there before creating awareness creating you know pathways to new discoveries or you know whatever it is Mm. like just create an unpositive note (laughs) Um, and you can't really fully do that until you embrace the darkness that you know you experience in life Um, Mm. 
Oh, that has been, <laughs> that message is coming on strong right now. For whatever reason, I can tell the collective is taught, they're getting more present to exposing shadow work. I can just see it. It's everywhere. We've been glamorizing like this free lifestyle, right? This coaching, transformation, ascension, all of it, like the development and expansion. We make it look like really good, but we hardly ever show the shadow work. The shadow work is the work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. That's the only work because once you're up out of the shadows, you're free. Yeah. Yeah. You know what to do. You know Why when to it? do. Sorry, I got too excited about that. <laughs> we both took a hard pause there. That was Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I'll just wait. Um so one thing I wanted to ask about was um, one of the things that you do being tarot card reading. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is there, there's a stigma. I want to address this with the audience yes. because there are some people that I come to and I'm like, and, and they're friends, they're good friends. And I'm like, hey, um, let me do a reading for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that stuff. And I'm yeah. like, Hey, what, what the hell happened? Like, why, why do you think this way about, um, about tarot cards and things like that? And I think people associate with like witchery or something against their religion or, you know, but it's not that at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you willing yeah. to display us an example? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's not that. Not that at all. There's a million different kinds of decks. Um, the kinds of decks that I carry, I have one called the Lion Strider's Journey, if anybody's interested. Um, it's, I love it. These are all produced by women, um, the illustrations and the cards themselves. And basically, I choose my decks very carefully. I take my time with them, see if it feels right, and if they'll have the messages that I feel, um, you know, are needed. So... Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I can say about that. The, the messages are absolutely harmless. They have nothing to do with like something against your religion or something, but it's allowing, um, your energy to cultivate a message that you just need to hear more clear. So mm -hmm. that's, I love that. I love yeah. that. So are, I want to let the audience know, uh, that you're willing to do a, a card, like explain a card or pull one for me so that they can get an example to hear one, an example absolutely. of one. Is that something you're interested in doing? Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. So, excuse me, I'm just going to set my seat back a little bit. So I have a question, a clarity question. If you pull the card, do you think it will be for me or would the readers benefit from hearing it or would we pull it for a different energetic source? We are pulling some cards for the month of June. And do you want me to pull this one card or do you want me to pull a few? What do you feel? Do what you feel. Um, I'll, do, I'll do three if that's okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so usually I'll just shuffle the cards until one kind of pops out. Everybody does it differently. Um, this way I feel, again, a message just pops out at you. It just <laughs> feels right. So I shuffle my deck like that and then draw the cards that way. 
Oh yeah, but I wanted to say that uh, the three cards I'm going to be pulling, they uh, how they differentiate. Mm. So the first card that I pull, we will um, address. It's it's sort of like a synopsis of the past. Um, it's taking a look at the groundwork. That's extremely important to take a look at in order to, you know, move forward. <laughs> uh, there's an old proverb, I think it's Native American, it's in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you came from. So mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, let's see. Okay, the first card that we pulled is Queen of Pentacles. So I'm going to read the message and then usually I elaborate a story um, once the cards are pulled. So awesome. the keywords are productivity, fertility, wealth, success, nurturing, home, happiness, and prosperity. The beautiful Queen of Pentacles is a wonderful nurturing card to pull. She is practical, motherly, secure, and wise. This card is strongly related to family and fertility and almost always features a rabbit in some aspect of the card. Her feminine energy is strong, but in a more comforting and nurturing way than you find with the Queen of Swords or Wands. Where the Queen of Wands represents all that is mysterious and seductive, and dark about feminine energy, the Queen of Pentacles represents the strong, dependable, nurturing aspects of women. Can I just pause here for just a minute? I'm gonna take a sip of water because it's sure. Yes, <laughs> you are speaking straight to my soul, woman. Oh my God, <laughs> my whole body's hot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because that's a powerful card. I'm not talking about last week. I'm not talking about last year. I'm talking about our ancestors. Like yeah. I'm talking about, like I was talking about before, the, the lineage of which, mm -hmm. you know, you carry. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, here we go. When you have a reading where the Queen of Pentacles appears alongside other pentacle cards, so I guess we will see if we pull any after this. That is a strong indication that the cards are speaking of material or financial matters, even if the inquiry is about love or relationships. For example, if you see this queen and a six of pentacles, the deck may be indicating that female figure in your life can offer dependable financial advice or assistance. In conjunction with the hierophant, this card may indicate that an organization or community is assuming a mothering role in your life. If the queen cards were embodied as friends that you went to for advice, the queen of pentacles would invite you to her beautiful plant-filled kitchen for homemade bread and soothing herbal tea. Whereas the queen of wands would want you, would meet you at a swank, dimly lit bar for a chat over a smoky scotch or a luscious glass of red wine. This also may represent a very positive female ally in your life, someone compassionate and wise who can help through a rough time and probably won't pour you tequila shots. Uh -huh. <laughs> so though these often represent other people in your life, the card may indicate that you must embody the qualities of this queen, compassion, generosity, open to others. This queen often means there is a down-to-earth answer to a problem you are pondering or she may be trying to bring your focus back toward your home life and family there's associated numbers this particular deck has um 
associated plants as well, and also birthdays. And so the numbers are 66, 12, and 3. And the associated birthdays are January 4 to January 11. And uh, so that's like the astrological connection. Uh, and the associated plants are spearmint, marshmallow, comfrey, lilac, and rose. Oh my gosh, I need to take a bath in that. <laughs> yes, please. Can you list them again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds lovely. So, uh, so yeah. wow, that, that was amazing. Um, I, I feel, I feel like the, the energy of just woman, I, uh, man, like how far back could we go and mm -hmm. how can we, um, liberate the woman? Mm -hmm. Um, as I, I oh, we're about to get to the other side of this conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, that's ultimately that I am a complete advocate for the balance of masculine and feminine. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, that's truly part of my mission. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, not a lot of people understand that concept yet or, or they don't relate to it yet. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's it. And that honestly, like, it's realizing that, you know, we've been oppressing our women for far too long and, um, and you have to liberate the woman and she is the natural born leader. She is the creator. She is the mother. And, uh, we have to support that. Yeah. So. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I drew from that card. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You you did a, oh boy, like, I'm about to go in on them. <laughs> oh, thank man. you for that. And thank you for the card and for your clarification of it, your perspective of it. And I could not agree more. I love the what you were saying about liberate the woman. Um, I think that she's been trying to break free at the, in the most recent years and now it's like there's just this unleashing time it's and this rising yeah mm. what is the next sequence is it in release so if that was passed what's the second sequence the second sequence or the second card is is present it's taking a look at where you are currently Mm -hmm. um yeah so i'll just leave it at that so let's see we have the four of swords you ready yes ma'am okay keywords are inner reflection planning convalescence rest recovery solid foundations <laughs> solid foundations Mm. <laughs> solitude self-care and balance okay time to sip my tea we have to get into it oh girl these are spot on right now i don't know i can't wait to hear what the listeners like how it reads for them but this is quite direct i am feeling directed <laughs> yes um and yep yep <laughs> keep, it, yep, keep it coming here we go. I gotta shift too because <laughs> yes okay here we go <laughs> okay the four of swords depicts a period of rest after a time of challenge I don't know if the rest of the listeners can relate but yeah the past couple of years mm. 
have been extremely um, impactful, mm. difficult as all hell. <laughs> like, yes. Damn. Yes. Time um, of trial. Time of trial and damn breakdown. <laughs> like, breakthroughs are like like you're saying. Yes. That that they are insurmountable. Like it's each one is just like yeah. This is this is living. Here we go. Whew. Okay. So that was speaking to a challenge. Now it is time to stay silent and inactive. That kind of plays into what you were talking about with patience, right? Yes. <laughs> Replenish your strength and spend time in solitude and contemplation. The Four of Swords asks you to put down your sword for a time. There will be battles in the future, but you must take time to mend, sharpen, and recover. Now may not be the best time to make decisions. After a time of rest, the path forward will become clear. This card often suggests the need for seclusion. Create space to think, dream, and heal while taking a break from the thoughts and demands of others. This usually depicts a sleeping night in a church. So the illustrator sometimes comments on how she illustrates and she, um, she said she felt drawn to the figure of a sleeping lion, an animal that hunts fiercely and then rests intensely. Mm. The flowers, I love that. I love that. Hunts fiercely and then rests intensely. Yes. The flowers blooming around the lion remind us that rest is necessary for growth. In a reading, this card usually represents the querent rather than someone in their life. So that's you or me. Mm -hmm. In the present position, this card can indicate that it is time. This, is, this isn't a present position, which is crazy. Okay, listen up everybody. <laughs> yeah. In the present position, this card can indicate that it is time to take a break, to stop working on a certain project or to lay aside a grievance in the future position, uh, the deck may be indicating that despite the turmoil of the present, a calmer time lies ahead. Thank goodness. Combined with temperance. So we'll see what our third card is. The cards may be indicating that R&R, that &R, rest and relaxation, is needed to bring life into balance and help you achieve your best. So, <laughs> wow. I gotta say that speaks straight to me and I think that many of us who you know whether you're a parent or an entrepreneur or a, someone in a nine-to-five like we all try to think that we should just go 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 and that we're not allowed to rest because this world exists in such instant gratification that like we don't allot ourselves rest recovery like celebration acknowledgement and just like general appreciation. So that spoke a lot to me. <laughs> um, yes, and uh, there was a last note on there about it. Um, and it was about, if it's a romance reading, it can also indicate that it is literally time to take a break from a relationship that has become a battleground. <laughs> so how many of those do we have out there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be, family could be romantic like saying um yeah. you think about all relationships um yeah it's 
it's time yeah. to be a little more neutral about things and stop being so right. <laughs> yes, amen, right? And you could just, kind of, I like how it said you can put your sword down, like, just rest, boo-boo, like, it's okay. Exactly. How are you going to have the strength to fight the real fight? Yeah. You're yeah. exhausting yourself on bullshit. <laughs> amen, sister, Amen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just wanted to read the correspondences. Uh, yes. Numbers 448, 12, and 3. Ooh. And the birthdays are July 9 to July 14. And the associated plants are mulan, valerian, and chamomile. Mm -hmm. Very nice. All right. All right. That's beautiful. So now we're, are we moving into future? We are moving into the future. You guessed it. <laughs> I feel so genius. I think you mentioned it. <laughs> we are okay. But man, so. that is just so much to be taking in too. I'm loving every minute. I imagine the listeners are too. So I'm going to speak for us as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm enjoying this. Yes. Okay. You ready? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> We've got the two of cups. The key words are partnership, happiness, romance, business partner, friendship, <laughs> mutual understanding. Amen. Yes. Uh, that sounds like a really bright future. <laughs> yes. And these three cards, I'll tell you what, they go together. <laughs> together it's, they, and they all are like past, present, and future themed. If you think about it, the past, yeah. we talked about the ancestry, the present, it literally, that card was made for the present position. And we <laughs> got we got our luck and then we have the two of cups yes. okay talking about some serious prosperity um, <laughs> here we go the two of cups is a lovely card that shows the strength and beauty that can be created when two individuals unite in balance respect and harmony masculine and feminine baby the yeah. two of cups yeah. indicates relationships based on attraction and the supportive and heartfelt exchange of genuine emotion and respect. The Two of Cups can refer to marriage, proposals, and engagements, as well as business partnerships or deep friendships. It is a reflection of commitment between two individuals who have chosen to be allies in the world. In some cases, this may even indicate a strong bond with an animal. The Two of Cups represents love that is nurturing, creative, clearly focused, inspirational, and equally fulfilling. In a reading, this is often a beautiful start to a new romance in which you'll experience understanding, harmony, and deep love between two souls. Often this card speaks of reconciliations and new opportunities to bond, repair, or deepen existing relationships. In a business or material reading, this indicates that partnership could be successful or important at this time, especially when seen with pentacles. Um, I don't think we know. Wait, <gasps> we did. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everything is aligned right now. We, our first card, which was pass. And so I like how this takes in like a cycle goal uh, <laughs> yes. uh, flow. Uh, yeah. Our first card was queen of pentacles. Okay, snap. Okay, we're on point today. <laughs> yes, we are. It's flowing. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So we were at, especially when seen with pentacles, 
there may be someone in your sphere or soon entering your life with whom you can build a significant relationship of trust and mutual benefit. This card indicates good results from cooperation and teamwork in general. We have a little bit more. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is, you know, you can't. Oh, give it to us. <laughs> change the future. We have to go all in. <laughs> yes. Okay. So despite the focus on partnerships between two individuals, the two of cups may be indicating that there is internal work to be done to make these kinds of relationships available to you. Duh. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what we were talking about. Shadow work's got to be happening. Shadow work, baby. You have to go through it. Yes. And go around it. It's going to be right there. <laughs> I say that shit all the time too, girl. Like you can't be, you can't build a bridge over it. You can't get around it. You got to go right through the damn fire. I go through it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So again, to be loved and deeply valued by others, you must first find those feelings within and for yourself. Others will respond to you when you have learned to embrace your own being in a positive and respectful way. That's right. How are you treating yourself? Hey, I also want to say this to listeners. What's your playlist look like? Like, mm -hmm. what are you listening to? Um, you know, what are the thoughts that you're thinking? Um, yeah. How are you spending your minutes? Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Are you, how, are you feeding your body? Um, so anyways. Yes, you have to respect yourself. The two of cups reversed. We didn't control reverse, so we won't even uh, dive into that. But the correspondence numbers are 246 and 6. Associated birthdays are May 28th to June 2nd. And associated plants are Rose, Ursi, Queen of the Meadow. Uba Ursi. Yeah. All righty. That was, that was a reading for June. Wow. Everybody Thank you. <laughs> no, no, that would, no, I mean, top to bottom, that was really profound. And like, uh, it meant a lot to me, that's for dang sure. And I'm sure that, you know, even on the most basic level, release your past as your past, slow it down, rest in the, in the present and know that the future is bright and has potential and prosperity in it. There you go. Uh, I just, I, would I, really love, I would love to hear everybody's perspective on, on how they, like, that's how you interpret it. I would love to hear people, like, respond to their perspective of that. Oh, for yes, for sure. So I want to encourage any of the listeners that if this is, whether it's your first episode or you're listening every week, please leave a review and let Cordelia know how amazing she is for providing that for us. And Cordelia, if someone um, is kind of like just beginning to understand this world of transformation and ascension and consciousness, what would you love to say to someone just beginning their journey? So I teach yoga and I, I had, did not mention that here, um, but in my classes, um, being able to have those students there with me, I just practice so much gratitude. Um, I just think that's everything. Just, just being grateful. Mm, I love that. I love that specifically for that question because Oftentimes when we start this journey of development, transformation and whatnot, it's because we do think something's wrong. 
or we relate to ourselves as broken. And when you just said like to practice gratitude, it's like, my life is great plus like. Yes, I thought of something earlier. I don't know why I knew that this question was coming, but I did. And I thought about it like when we're so angry, there are some really harsh thoughts that are coming into our brain and they're coming and they're like pounding and they're like, Oh, like, you know, you're just cursing at somebody or cursing at yourself, mm-hmm. just angry. And how would it feel to, in those moments, switch gears and start just like championing yourself um, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead saying like, look, you know, you are well, you are taken care of, you are loved, you are worthy, you know, you got this, you know, you, you can get through this and, yeah. uh, and you know you're you're gorgeous you're perfect just the way that you are like just keep being rampant with those types of thoughts um Mm. the subtle mind is really not so subtle it's um (laughs) great well said have to be in tune with it man like yeah that's that's everything and and once you have control over that life will flow favorably for you No, you know what? And this has been coming through all week long. So I'm, I'm loving the opportunity to share it is like out in the world, they've begun to start talking about as if the subconscious is um, a bad thing against you. And it's not, it's that we're not being conscious of the subconscious. So it is, you said it's running rampant. Like we could reel it in and hone it and, you know, harness that power and then transmute it into something into creation. And so, yeah, the subconscious is actually with you and for you. Its job is to keep you safe or comfortable or protected. But when you can tell that subconscious, I am protected, like you were saying, I am loved, let it go, let it, I'm here, I'm powerful, I am feminine, I am masculine, I am all the things, I am everything, that then you realize you are truly capable of anything you want and you can be here to truly live your heart unleashed and your gifts out loud and make the impact that you know you're here to make and like we already know we already know but we're looking so hard outside of us as if we're because we are being told that we don't know ourselves or that we're wrong or damaged goods or on and on and we believe it we buy in and so if you can hear this today and like remember that you are a sovereign being with on a very divine mission then you can trust that it's your time to live your heart unleashed and Cordelia I want to thank you for being here and contributing and sharing your unleashed heart your beautiful golden blissful heart (laughs) what would you love to leave our listeners with well you know what how can how can we find you now? Because I want people to come meet you and see your beautiful face. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you'll know about me is that I'm not into social media like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm, do I, you have a website? I do, and it's CordeliaRose.life. Mm. It's at C O R D E L I A R O S E dot life. I love it. Um, and then what about your name on Instagram in case we do want to come see you there? <laughs> I have a couple different accounts because, mm. well, you can just do Cordelia Rose Life. So it's just like the website. Um, okay. So that's where I'll be sharing most of my stuff. Perfect. Yeah. And so 
Same spelling, C-O-R-D-E-L-I-A-R-O-S-E-L-I-F-E. Yes, yes. And what would you love to leave our listeners with tonight? Man, it's it's been a pleasure to be here. I, I love connecting with people, so um, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to do a reading for any one of you if you're interested in uh, a certain topic or area of your life. Um, yeah, and that's it. I would just love to say thank you. And again, I'm so grateful for you, Abby, um, for having this podcast. It's, it's really a beautiful thing. And I, I think all of us have learned so much uh, on your journey as well. So that is, that's amazing that you're sharing that with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, thank you for spending the time with us, spending the time to listen and to open your own heart and see what's available and possible when you truly do accept exactly how great you are. So thanks for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.